Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of Ephesians chapter 4. Did a little sidebar there, I believe, yesterday's episode where we went to Romans 1 and really saw the parallels of what we see in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17, 18, and 19, right through there. So let me go back and begin at verse 17 again to set the context for us. So here, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. So this I say, and affirm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their mind being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. So the Spirit is speaking through Paul, and he's saying, you know what, make sure that you don't walk the way that the Gentiles walk. And this is the way these folks used to walk. They used to be Gentile unbelievers, so they would know what he's talking about. He said, don't walk this way. Don't walk in the futile mind. Realize that that futile mind is darkened. Okay, There's no understanding there. They're excluded from the life of God. They're in ignorance, and their hearts are getting harder because of this, and their hearts have become calloused. And because of that, God's given them over to sensuality. And that's what we saw in Romans 1. Remember that? The three times that it said that God gave them over, God gave them over, God gave them over. He gave them over to the desires of their heart. So the uh, the people in Ephesus, the believers here, are being told, don't do this. Likewise, we are being told, don't do this. Now, we press on, verse 20. But, <laughs> so the next word is but. So in contrast to what we just saw, but you did not learn Christ in this way. Verse 21, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, <clears throat> just as truth is in Jesus. So what he's saying is this, you know, if you're truly a believer, and he states that he believes that they are, you know, there are people who profess to be believers who aren't. Okay, they're religionists. They sound good, they look good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but they're really not true believers. The Lord says we will know them by their fruit. Okay, by their fruit. But he's saying this, you didn't learn Christ in this way. This is not the pattern of life of those who are believers in Christ. So he says, if you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as all truth is in Jesus, verse 22, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust of deceit. So there's two things, uh, or really two or three things here that we're being told to do as believers. And he's reminding them of this. He says, remember this. You've, been, you've heard of what the Lord's done. You've been taught in the Lord. And so in reference to this former life that you had, this life of the Gentile, you need to lay aside the old self. In other portions, in other Pauline writings, he said, you need to die to self. Now, people will say, well, I've done that before, but it keeps coming back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that self has a tendency to resurrect itself, doesn't it? Yeah, we all know exactly what is meant by that. We need to walk daily in the death of the old self. 
because we can easily resurrect that old self. And you say, well, is this just a spiritual thing? Or is it a physical thing? Well, it's both. Look what he said, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust of deceit. Okay? Our bodies are being corrupted. The old self is being corrupted when we resurrect it like that. So we need to lay aside the old self. Lay aside the way you were before. Uh, choose what we're about to see. Choose the new self, the new way, the renewed spirit. I was thinking this, uh, I think yesterday in conversation with somebody, where it was stated, you know, we have to choose. I've got a friend right now that made a great statement. She says, I choose joy. I choose it. Doesn't mean that she feels it. Doesn't mean she likes the situation, the circumstance uh, that she's going through right now. She knows that God is sovereign and she knows that she's okay, but she's choosing joy. And that's what he's saying right here. You have a choice. Lay aside the old self. Then verse 23. And that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So lay aside that old self. Die to that old self and be renewed. In the spirit of your mind, that Greek word for renew means renewed, <laughs> to be reformed, okay? And by the spirit, the breath of your mind, of your understanding, of your comprehension, of your composure is one definition of that. So you're being renewed in the spirit. Dead to self, renewed in the spirit, verse 24, and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God, and that likeness of God is in italics in the English translations, which means it's not in the Greek. It means like in God, this new self which you have in God. So put on the new self, which in God has been created in righteousness and holiness of truth. Folks, this is what we're to do as believers. I remember the big picture of Ephesians. The first three chapters speak of who we are in the Lord and what the Lord has done for us. The last three chapters, four, five, and six, show us how to walk this out, how to live this life. And one of the things we see is that we have to lay aside the old self. It's being corrupted. Just lay it aside, put it aside, have nothing to do with it. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self. So you see the juxtaposition. Lay aside the old self, put on new self. It is a decision that we make day in, day out, moment by moment empowered by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, guided by the Spirit, guarded by the Spirit, everything you can think of right there by the Spirit, right? To put on this new self. But it's not just a new self that is us. It's a new self which is in the likeness of God has been created. God has created a new self for us which is a likeness of Him. And when you look at the totality of the Scripture, whereby which we image the very presence of God. We image God everywhere we go. So it's been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. That new self is righteous. That new self is holy in the truth of the Most High God. That's the reason that sometimes I get a, a little, I'll say been out of shape, I don't know why. But when people are who are believers, and you know, I believe they are by what you see, but so often they'll get sort of flippant and they'll go, "Well, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'll always be a sinner, and I'll always be in this uh, body of flesh, and there's nothing I can do about it. And I'll always be tempted, and I just keep pressing on the best that I can. This is all I've got, but not according to right here. According to here, we are empowered to lay aside the old self, 
we are empowered to put on the new self, which is the very image of God. And it's been created in righteousness for righteousness. It's been create, created in holiness for holiness. We can live holy. We can live righteous. Now, of course, people immediately go, well, you say, well, you're talking about somebody being perfect. Quit using the terminology of man. Quit using the mind of man and bring in the word of the Lord and the mind of the Lord in the situation, and you'll see what the truth is. He didn't say that he's uh, uh, annihilated the old self. You ever think about that? It says to lay aside the old self. That means the old self is still there. No, we have been empowered to be victorious over that old self. We do not have to sin. We choose to sin. So what he's saying is, hey, put on this new self. It's been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth for you. You are empowered to do it. Do it in the name of the Most High God. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you later.